All right. Well, welcome back to the Encounters Roundtable Podcast Extraordinaire. I'm here. I'm Steve Durr. I'm here with Jeff Steele, Laura Bolgreen, and Steve Thompson. And we're here to talk your ears off mm. about <laughs> Samuel, Sammy. Can we call him Sammy? No. Okay. Um, that's fine. But we're here to talk about Samuel. Uh, this past week, uh, I talked about Samuel on Sunday, and then uh, Laren and Ed did a great job sharing about listening to God and talking about Samuel. And so today, we wanted to talk about some more themes uh, and have a discussion about Samuel and just about a lot about character and about some things that kind of bubbled up and just have a conversation about that as kind of a roundtable as uh, a few of our teaching team members here. So uh, to get us started here, we, uh, just a reminder that Samuel's mother, uh, Hannah, was unable to have children and prayed to God, asking God to give her a child, to give her a son, and then she would dedicate her son to God at the tabernacle in Shiloh. And, um, and that happened miraculously. And following... Uh, Hannah dedicating her son Samuel to God, she prays an incredible prayer. And uh, Lolo's going to, or Laura, is going to read this prayer in uh, 1 Samuel 2. Then Hannah prayed, My heart rejoices in the Lord. The Lord has made me strong. Now I have an answer for my enemies. I rejoice because you rescued me. No one is holy like the Lord. There is no one besides you. There is no rock like our God. Stop acting so proud and haughty. Don't speak with such arrogance. For the Lord is a God who knows what you have done. He will judge your actions. The bow of the mighty is now broken, and those who stumbled are now strong. Those who were well-fed are now starving, and those who were starving are now full. The childless woman now has seven children, and the woman with many children wastes away. The Lord gives both death and life. He brings some down to the grave, but raises others up. The Lord makes some poor and others rich. He brings some down and lifts others up. He lifts the poor from the dust and the needy from the garbage dump. He sets them among princes, placing them in seats of honor, for all the, the earth is the Lord's, and he has set the world in order. He will protect his faithful ones, but the wicked will disappear in darkness. No one will succeed by strength alone. Those who fight against the Lord will be shattered. He thunders against them from heaven. The Lord judges throughout the earth. He gives power to his king. He increases the strength of his anointed one. She got all of that from just having a baby. I mean, not just, but you know. The answer to prayer was she had a son. And she saw this huge scope of ramification mm -hmm. for what that means about who God is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't, uh, I'm trying to think back uh, what we prayed after the birth of our children. <laughs> uh, it was like, get out of my face. No, I'm, <laughs> prayer was, I'm not doing that again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, please, Lord. Yes, exactly. No, but you're right. I mean, what a, what a incredible picture of God. But when you, when you do experience or see a birth happen, what what a miraculous, beautiful picture it is. But you're right. There is this cosmic, bigger picture of what God is doing here. Um, and a reversal, a lot of reversal in that prayer. It reminded me of Mary's prayer, actually, too, when she found out she was going to give birth to Jesus. She talks about how God, 
makes the proud humble and the humble lift he lifts up yeah yeah he knocks down the proud lifts up the humble yeah for sure what are jeff you had brought up this this chapter in particular what stood out for you in that prayer yeah when she prays the line that really struck me just now as laura was reading it is no one will succeed by strength alone um we just we have this thing where we attain a little measure of success and then we think i've got it i did it i'm there i've achieved what i need to achieve and so now like maybe god helped me get here but now i'm here and it's and it's all me and so i mean and and hannah you know i mean she she was dealing with that she was she was getting uh uh abused because she didn't have kids and, and other, other women did. And, and so there was kind of this vindication for her. Um, but there was this, like, I've got, I've got what I need. And, and so now I am capable, I am able. And the truth is that we're not, I mean, the truth is nobody is. And so she's kind of setting the whole world on level ground there. Not to say, well, you're strong and I'm weak. Um, who made you strong? It, it wasn't you. And so why, why, you know, boast as if you made yourself strong or you achieve something on your own? It's God who gives, it's God who takes away. So, I mean, really we're all in, we're all in the same place here. Yeah, that's good. How about you, Lola? I, I'm struck, um, Tom, so you mentioned this just about that reversal and the, like how many of those lines were like the, the poor becomes rich and the rich becomes poor and, and things like that. And for me, it's just, this is kind of following this train of thought that I've been sitting with for the, for the past couple of years now is just how, um, much life feels like it fluctuates and how it's not something that we can just like plant our flag and say, like, I have arrived at a good place or I have, I have done a good job from my own strength and succeeded this thing. And now I'm I, like, I'm on this positive life track forever because, um, even just looking at this, like Samuel was born to a mother who prayed desperately for him. And it's this big, like this big high, you know, this big praising God for, for, for this fulfillment of a promise. And then he has this encounter that you talked about, Steve, where he, um, encounters God's voice and that sets him on a trajectory to, to, um, a life of following God and great impact. But then later on his family turns out not so well. And there's, it kind of takes a dive and it's these like ups and downs where it feels like life is never fixed. It feels like it's difficult to judge this is good or this is bad because it, anything feels like it could change, um, on a dime. And that can either feel, it alternates for me where that can feel really scary and unpredictable or it can feel really settling, understanding the goodness of God who is constantly shaping our lives, constantly um, turning things into something new. Um, and, and I'm thinking about this this uh, this poem that I read recently that was talking about just continuing to move, basically saying just keep moving, no feeling is final. And I would say like no state of being, no reality, none of this is is final. And so when we find ourselves in these really good times, holding that loosely and understanding that things could change at any moment, but God is still good. And when we find ourselves in the the times of longing, of crying out, of desperation, um, understanding that God is still forming and God is still working and that that's not final. Yeah, I like I like the metaphor of it when we say it's a walk with God. Um, he walks with us um, rather than it, it's a stationary place of being. 
and I, uh, that's a really helpful image I think that that you gave us that it's an ongoing journey together with him um, and as we were talking before even just starting and this this kind of poetic prayer picture of God bringing down the powerful and raising up those uh, with little power particularly for Hannah she's feeling that she uh, had very little influence and and was made fun of uh, in her position um, and God was exalting her and therefore exalting her son um, Samuel to a place of uh, uh, you know power to a place of uh, position um, but really he was also bringing down some people he was bringing down Eli the the high priest's sons who were abusive they abused their power they abused their uh, their position and there were some character issues there and we were talking about this even before we started just how there's times in our lives where and, and we've seen this over time where there's people that we really value or we've looked to as leaders and then something happens and we're disappointed or we hear something about them and all of a sudden we read a story about them and uh, they fall or they sin and we're disappointed or we have a hard time believing it and we're crushed by that. And uh, Laura, you had brought up the whole point of Samuel, even though he heard this whole thing from God saying, listen, Eli and his sons, they're going to come to an end, but I'm going to. I'm going to move forward and I'm going to move forward with you. You had brought up a whole point about God continuing to move, Samuel moving forward with God. Make, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I think I just am struck by this encounter that Samuel had with the Lord feels like a really pivotal moment that he could have um, chosen to instead cling even fiercer to Eli's leadership in his life to his, I mean, and, and this is a temptation I think we face all the time. It's a voice that he consistently hears audibly. It's a tangible person whose face he can see who, who, you know, who is right there in front of him and how tempting that is to just say, it's so much easier to just follow that kind of leader because it takes out the guesswork of was this God whose voice was, was this me? Was this the pizza I, la I ate last night? You know, like it takes out that guesswork when it's just a person and so I think we have to face that, um, that tendency in ourselves to just want direction, want leadership, want guidance from a human. Um, but this kind of reminding me that no matter how trustworthy that person has been, no matter how much of an impact they've had on your life, they're still a person. And Samuel had this profound experience where he hears the voice of God and chose to not fully break relationship with Eli, not to like condemn him and say, you're the worst. You've never been good for anything. They, they, there's still is, there's still a relationship there, but he had this moment of choosing to then change his, his primary focus to change the way that he was living. So he's seeking the voice of God himself. And I think that was really what set him up then for everything that came after in Samuel's life and all of the impact that he had, um, so I just was challenged by that and, and wondering how often am I still first trying to tune into human voices in my life versus trying to seek the wisdom and the counsel of the Lord. Yeah, that's good. How about you guys? Do you ever find yourself in that, in that circumstance or what happens when you discover that human leader 
that you've been following closely and they kind of biff it? Or have you ever experienced that? Yeah, it, well, it's one of those things that makes you call into question. Like, that's what we want to do is we just want to question everything. Like, you know, you can you can discount this thing or you learn this thing about this person's life. And so now you're like, well, shoot, you know, does that mean that everything that I learned from this person is bad? You know, like it taints everything. And I mean, what what we're seeing here in, in the story, you've got Eli. Um, you know, he is really pivotal in Samuel's story in encouraging him to listen to the voice of God. Um, Eli's sons don't turn out so good. And so like, you know, everything kind of turns against him. So then it's Samuel and Samuel is the one who's raised up. Guess what? Samuel's sons don't turn out that good either. And, you know, he's got this family thing. And so, and so now like the nation is going to go a whole different direction in a way that God does not want even. And, but yet Samuel is the guy who's going to anoint the next king. Like he's the guy that God is speaking to. And so like you see, you see God speaking through really frail people and, and, and you see God speaking through really broken situations. Um, we're going to get into that a little bit actually on Sunday when we talk about the story of Saul, but I'm just, I'm really amazed at the way that God is, is interacting with people who are really, really flawed and you don't have to read the Old Testament very long to see that happening. But like now we're getting into some of the systems and some of the structure and like the nation. And these are like big, big things. And yet God is and God is continuing to reveal himself to people who have just totally blown it. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. I think there's been times in my life when I've uh, there's been different leaders who um, have kind of things have been revealed um, and you discover uh, things about them and it's just so devastating. Um, and I think it is so easy to pin your hopes and dreams on that leader. And you do forget that our primary king is Jesus and to live and lead from listening to him and following him. And uh, leadership is excellent. It's fantastic. But I keep coming back to uh, the Apostle Paul who says, follow me as, as I follow Christ. Uh, it, it's always that as I'm following Christ, the, the ultimate is we want to be following Jesus. Um, that's the goal. Yes, I'm inviting you to follow me. I'm not trying to be a perfect example. I'm just trying to be a living example of what it looks like to follow Jesus. But the reality is um, there's, a, there's a brokenness. There's a, there's a flaw there. And um, the goal is not to ultimately pin your hope on a leader. It's to pin your hope on Jesus. Um, and, that's, and that's huge. Uh, any final thoughts before we, uh, we sign off here on Samuel Thompson? I guess I just share what I'm taking away from it personally through all of this conversation um, is both a confidence and a humility, a confidence in that we are hearing God no matter how broken we are, no matter if I'm in the middle of sinning right now or whether I'm in the middle of disobedience by not doing what following through on what God, like he can still speak and still does speak and wants to speak. And it's 
There's just so much grace in that. Um, and therefore, we should have a great confidence that our Father is speaking to us and leading us, no matter what we've done or where we've been, because he's still wanting to pursue that relationship with us. And then the flip side of that is we should always have a humongous humility um, that I, I think when we, when we get used to hearing from God and and there is a pattern of success, the that's the temptation then to go, I am something special. Look, look at how God is using my life or whatever. And it's like the humility of it is like, no, it was all by grace to begin with and that God was speaking with me. I'm still very broken. I still have massive flaws and blind spots that I don't even know about. So there's just that humility um, that God is using us in either spot. And, and, and yeah, and so you can go through it. You can uh, ride the roller coaster and the uncertainty knowing that God is still there and with us. Yeah, that's really good. Well, we should wrap up our time together, and I always like to throw it at Lolo at the last second. Nice. She's, She's a, a good wrap-up now. She's a good wrap-upper. It's like a tradition. I feel like I'm going to throw it like at her. relaxing in my chair. We did it. Oh, not yet. No, okay, I'll just throw right. it at you to wrap it up any way you want, Lolo. Okay, that sounds great. Oh, Jesus, we love you so much, and we do praise you for being a God who is trustworthy in the good times and the hard times, and we praise you for being a God who not only knows us but wants to be known by us. Um, so I just pray... Um, similar to what we prayed together at the gathering on Sunday morning, that we would be ever more attentive to your voice speaking, that we would uh, trust it and not, not overthink it and not question it, that we would um, bring it to one another in community, um, but that we would be um, responsive, that we would respond in trust, believing that you are too good of a shepherd to let us miss the way. Help us to um, move forward with that kind of courage. And the more that we act and the more that we practice, I pray that our confidence and um, uh, knowledge and familiarity with your voice would just grow and grow. And we pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen.